0: To share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. Today I get to bring back by popular demand a guest I had on a few months ago on episode 94 whose name is Lon. You might remember her with with her by her beautiful sacred geometry artwork and her book Modern Merlin. She was a guest you all were sending me messages about how that episode impacted your life and so many of you even bought her book. So today we're going to create a second episode together. I don't know where it will go, but I am sure it will be very fascinating because she can go deep into the spiritual world that I love to, and I can't wait to see what rabbit holes we go down. But before I bring Lon on, please remember I have my five-day Kiss Your Limiting Beliefs Goodbye Challenge that is free. You can sign up for the waiting list in the show notes or on my website at ashleygonner.com. I also have speakers monthly that I bring on from this podcast, so follow me on social media at Ashley Goner on both Facebook and Instagram, so you can stay informed on the dates of those beautiful people. I want all of you to know on a more personal level, the ones we've had this year have been magical. And, you know, it's been so fun to see all the people that are listening to my podcast in person on Zoom. So it's been so fun to meet everybody. And as always, you know how passionate I am about empowering teams with my Raising Confidence eight-week course that will change the life of these kids that have struggled during these precious years of their childhood, who I believe need the tools before leaving the house now more than ever, so they can believe that they are unlimited and so worthy of having and creating a life with passion and purpose. I am also passionate about empowering parents with these tools through my Magic Path course. Being on the same page as a family, always keeping each other in check, and on purpose with intention is key and so important. I know my how my family operates with these tools that are just now ingrained in our minds. We don't even have to think about them. I want all families to be in that alignment and live a life where they understand that everything is working for them and always perfect. We're all on a path of self-discovery. And if you want me to show you the way in eight weeks, I would love to be your guide. So please feel free to email me at ashleygonner at gmail.com and I will get you all the information so we can shift the consciousness in this world and live at a higher vibration in love because all there really is, is just love. Can you imagine if all the kids in this world knew that? Life can be like that, but we just need to believe it and know it so deep in our soul that we never question it. So come on this journey with me and let me take you to that higher stage of being. It is so much more fun there, I promise. So let me remind you a little bit about Lon's background before I bring that beautiful woman on this show for round two. Lon is an internationally acclaimed sacred geometry artist, author, and creator of two best-selling and awarded Oracle decks. As founder of Lawn Art, she offers tools for transformation, readings, and personal soul portraits that connect you to your soul purpose. She is the author of the book Modern Merlin, an insightful and practical guide through this fast changing world. The book has an associated online course with it as well. Lawn's work inspires original thoughts and activates thinking beyond the everyday. So you can make real changes in your life and become the best version of yourself. So without further ado, please welcome back to Uncover Your Magic, Lawn. Welcome back. Thank you so much. It's so fun to be back. Uh, in the intro, I was talking about how many people had messaged me about our episode 94, if anyone was wondering. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, now I'm, I think this one will be 116. So it's been a few weeks, but you know, I go back and listen to our episode this morning, remembering it. and gosh, I get it. It was so, you know, like when you're on the same page with someone and you're like interested in it to the core of your soul, of right. you know spirituality. and but you put on this different edge with your art and and your book is so easy to read. And I say that a lot in the first episode. but when you when we talked about coming back and making an episode two, it was kind of like, I don't have to do any like deep dives on you because I already know you, but it's so fun to just come and say, I don't know where we're going to go. I don't know what rabbit hole we're going to head down, but it's fun to just, gosh. And now to know that you're like 10 minutes from my house, <laughs> like that's yeah, even, we even just more amazing. that. <laughs> yeah. So gosh, let's just, I mean, we're anyway, so a new friendship. New episode and I just wanna say thank you for coming again and spending this time with me. And I want you to take the beginning of where what do you want to talk about?
1: I wanna talk about oh there's so much. I think I want to talk about what it means what's happening right now. We, we hear so many new terms. Like we talk about, we hear the term multidimensionality being thrown around and we hear some people talk about 5d, some talk, people talk about multidimensionality. And then we know, we kind of know that we came from a, or we are in a three dimensional world. And I think it would be fun to just talk a little bit, to touch a little bit on that. Like, what does that mean? Like, how does that really apply to our lives? Because sometimes it feels like it's really woo-woo and out there and and then people got you go just back, back to their own lives and go like well
0: yeah whatever right yes i was thinking about at the beginning of this podcast you know we were just kind of starting you know in 2020 was when it started talking about the concept of time there is no time and then me trying to figure that out and then you're talking about 3d and then moving into the 4d and 5d I, you know I, so but you know, there's so many different um, ways of explaining that, and I just it, it, I just interviewed um, Aaron Abke. Have you ever heard of him? He's studied the Law of One with Ra. Ra's uh, yeah, I heard of the I heard of the name. I'm not that familiar with his work, but so uh, he was on a couple of weeks ago, and he talks about the the densities, the seven densities. So yeah. that was a whole different way of looking at this whole like you know, but where we're going. Is what I want you to talk about because yeah, what everybody's sitting around looking at this 3d life in a, in a human body, you know, right. you have chosen to come here. In fact, I interviewed another man, Dimitri. He has a, uh, the spiritual Institute in Encinitas. Have you been there? Yes. Okay. I just interviewed him too. So I'm, oh, I'm so connected right in this little area, but he was talking about, we earned this time to be here. And I love that because we earned it like our souls earned this time to be here on this planet and not only did we earn it
1: we chose it yes we chose it I mean sometimes I joked around with that with my friend for years like you know every day every time when we had like one of those days where you just feel like, oh, right. Nothing goes right. And then somebody reminds you like, well, you chose to be here.
0: And then we were always joking. Like, what was I thinking? (laughs) Right. Well, we're going to one day go when we're not in this body. Right. Like we have to choose to come back here. (laughs) Yes.
1: Well, for one thing, what you were referring to, like, where is all this going? The way I see it, the way I interpret it, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere it's not like that we are taking our bodies and we're moving into a different space where we're going to move and we're going to wake up and all of a sudden we are in 5d or seven D or a multi-d so let's start with it but with the dimensions also i don't really know i just see it as multi-dimensional i see Anything beyond three-dimensional, I call that multidimensional. I, I just toss that all in the same basket, whether that is correct or not. And I'm sure there is a lot of different schools of thought on that because mm-hmm. I know that certain people feel like we're moving into 5D and then there's talk about 70 or 90 or 12D or so I just, just for the sake of ease, I call that multidimensionality. As soon as we leave 3D, we're going into multi-D. And that going into actually hasn't, it's not in the way that we think about traveling where we take our bodies and we go somewhere. When we go into multidimensionality, that refers that we are moving our consciousness somewhere else. So the focus of our consciousness or the focus of our awareness is moving right now from, perceiving mostly three-dimensional aspects of reality to being able and making it more of a habit to perceiving all the other aspects of reality that are multi-dimensional so you can do it all from sitting in the same place you can do it from sitting on the couch that you were sitting on already but instead of taking in all these things around you that are made out of stuff. So all the three-dimensional things, so the stuff like your body and the couch and the dog and your children and money and food and all the things that is made out of form and thus is from the physical world. Now you can switch your perception. That's why I called in my book, I call it perceptual mode. It's just a switching of, instead of perceiving One way, you're going to perceive it in a different way. So you're just going to use your consciousness in a different way. How? You're going you're (laughs) going to go inward. For instance, you know, right now, like right now, I mean, let's just do it. Let's just close our eyes. Okay. And we'll stop talking just for a second. And we'll just take a breath. And we're just going to sit and focus on what's coming up inside. Like, how is my heart feeling? How am I feeling? Am I feeling nervous? Am I feeling excited? Are there any thoughts that are coming up? I can even ask spirit or the universe to bring something to the foreground for me, like a message or something to be aware of. Interesting. And I'm thinking right away, I'm thinking about a train. I'm on a train. Okay. Okay. So maybe now, and then, and if you're listening to this, maybe you have done this while we are doing this. And now when you're opening your eyes, and even when we do that now, I feel different. You even look different. Right. It's really that simple of instead of us, I mean, before we were looking at our screens, we were looking at each other, we're focusing on the conversation. But as soon as you close your eyes, you automatically start... Looking inside because your eyes are closed, and you can't look outside, right? So literally, that's what makes it easier. I mean, you can look inward without closing your eyes. It's just easier to close your eyes because, right. right? Because the visual world is being is being done. It's it's it gets dark, so you start automatically look inside.
0: Right. So What's your take on the meditation because that's a big part. Right. Yes. Yes. And you can
1: do a walking meditation. Right. But what they teach you also and, and what it is, it's like you turn your focus more soft. Like there's a difference between really looking with the intention to look and read and take it in through your eyes. Mm-hmm. Or you can look at something like the way you can gaze at a, at a candle or the way we can gaze into the fire. Right. It, our eyes. It's almost like our focus becomes soft. And it, it becomes meditative. And mm-hmm. then you can start focusing on what's coming up in thoughts. So for me, that train is coming up. And it's funny because I think it has to do with the fact that lately, I'm, because I've been so busy with talking to so many people about magic and what magic means and how much we already have those inherent magical powers inside of us, this weekend I decided to treat myself to the whole series of Harry Potter. So I watched the Harry Potter movies and as you maybe remember is it starts with you go on the train and you have to find that platform to get on the right train, right? And the train takes you to Hogwarts. So I think the reason why the train came up for me is that I I very much feel like not only am I on the train, but I'm also inviting other people to jump on this magic train with me so we can start exploring the world that lies right beyond our three-dimensional world that we're so focused on. Um, And it's right there. We're actually in the middle of it. It's already here. All we need to do is learn how to look at it a little bit different.
0: Okay, what are we doing in that place? What's going on in that dimension?
1: We learn how to perceive all the aspects that are part of our reality and to take them all in consideration and see them all as part of what creates our lives and our reality. And if we're aware of what's showing up in those subtle places as well, then we become much more in control and we have much more grip on what's going on, right? If we only look at the physical parts of our world and we only look at the stuff and the money that we have in our banks and the people that are um, in our lives literally and we don't make the connections to all the subtle things, all the reasons why things might be happening, the role that we are playing in it, how things and people are showing up, then we're missing the opportunity to have something to do with it, right? We become more, almost like it's easier to become a victim of, of circumstances and of our totally. externals, right?
0: Yes, totally.
1: So yeah. it has, it has a lot to do with self-reflection as well. Like whenever something happens to us, we can just go like, oh, that was his fault because he ran into me in the supermarket." right? When you bump into somebody, it's like, oh man, watch where you're going. You bumped into me, your fault. And now you can get all angry or you can also go inward and think like, okay, what was my part in that incident?
0: Right, right. Oh, I love doing that. I'm getting so good at that. I love. I'm taking a class. I've been taking it all year with um, Joshua. Have you ever listened to Joshua live on his podcast, Gary Temple? Oh, Bothan? I
1: haven't, but I
0: will after this for sure. Okay, so I found him. My soul was led to him one day, and that podcast and that rabbit hole I went down. But I, I started taking this class, and we. It's all about limiting beliefs and knowing that everything's perfect and gosh, it's just opened my eyes to just even that, like, I'll, and I bring that on to, I know we talk about teaching our, you have your son and I have my daughters, but you know, teaching them that all these things, like anything that happens in your day, make it about like, it's perfect. What did I learn from that? Right. And if it triggers me, then it's inside of me. Right. So anything see- that's outside of me is, in, you know what I mean? Like, I love that. And
1: you can make it into a game, right? You can do it very playfully. You can just, everything that happens or anytime that you feel that you get triggered, like something is irritating you or something is scaring you, you can really go like, oh, 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 what's the treasure there? You know, so if you start seeing it and perceiving it as, okay, this is a gift. This is a gift because it's an opportunity to see where that trigger originated. Like, does this go back to an old belief? Like, is there a belief underneath that? For instance, let's say that you have, you're afraid of dogs, right? And every time you walk outside, you see a dog, your heart starts racing and you're like, oh, I'm going to cross the street. I don't want to go anywhere near. You can keep on doing that and living the rest of your life that way and avoiding dogs. Or you can look at like, huh, I wonder why I am afraid of dogs. Let's go back and see how this started, right? Did Mm -hmm. it start this lifetime? Was there a moment where something happened with me and a dog that scared me so much that I put the belief there that dogs are scary, that dogs are dangerous? And from there on out, I started carrying that belief into the rest of my life that all dogs, therefore, are scary, So it becomes like, um, it's a little treasure hunt because there's an opportunity there to readdress that belief. So when you find it like, okay, when I was six, I had this really, really mean neighbor dog that lived next door and he bit me, right? He bit me and he scared me. And ever since I have that belief, now you can start asking yourself questions like, okay, does that mean that all dogs are scary and dangerous? Like, well, your mind will probably tell you like, no, do you know any dogs that are actually really nice? And then you go, uh, yeah, you know, my aunt has this really nice little fluffy white dog and that one is actually really cute. So then you can go back. So the belief that all dogs are dangerous, is this true? It's always good to ask yourself, like, is this true or is this not true?
0: Yes. And um, proving it wrong. We've, that's right. what I've learned is we have a form that we fill out where you figure out the limiting belief. And then you prove it wrong and you're right. And then by the time you by the time I filled out, you know, if I was afraid of dogs, if I had to fill that out like by the third time, it's like, of course I'm not. Like, you know, it's like so it's so powerful to realize the those outdoor outside of your things that affect you, these things that you've had your whole life that are taking you away from living your life with this beautiful love and you know, magic when you realize that that is just these beliefs that are not right, they aren't true, that you've just made them true. Oh, it's such a beautiful way to live. And when I see these, my clients go through this and it's like, do you get it? Like now it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I used to, you know, I think that or fight with my husband because of that. Or, you know, it's all because it's in me. I said, yes, it's all, it's a mirror. Yeah. And it's really fun And powerful to
1: remember that it's all about repetition. You know, those beliefs are engraved into us. And because we keep repeating them, you know, those thoughts, we keep repeating them to ourselves, those beliefs become stronger and stronger. So you can rewrite the belief. And then, you know, once you have discovered that, let's just stay with the thing with the dog, because it's just easy. Like once you've discovered that there is actually no reason to fear old dogs, Right? Now you're going to start walking around a little bit different. But the next time you see a dog, that old fear might still come up a little bit. Right. And then you can fall back right away on like, well, I know that not all dogs are dangerous. So, And the more you do that at some point, and it might just go all of a sudden really sneaky. Like one day all of a sudden you might just walk in the street and you see a dog and you start petting them. And all of a sudden you realize like, oh, Wow. I was petting them without even thinking about it and your belief has evaporated and you, you changed your belief.
0: Yeah, I love that. So powerful. There are so many milk alternatives these days. When I go to get coffee, I am amazed at the choices that I have. I also make smoothies for my girls and Richard every morning. So our choice of a milk alternative is on the top of our shopping list. Once we discovered Willa's Kitchen Oat Milk, our coffee and smoothies took on a whole new meaning and taste. Willa's Oat Milk is made with the entire oat, which gives it a rich, smooth taste and maintains all the oats protein and prebiotic fiber and makes Willa's a zero food waste. The biggest shocker I found when doing my deep dive on Willa's Oat Milk was that regular oat milk is made with the oat sugar, and the best parts of the oat are filtered out. That results in an oat milk with a super sweet taste without all of the benefits of the oats. The cool thing about their story is Willis was founded by two sisters who were tired of plant-based milks that were mostly artificially highly processed ingredients and loads of sugar rather than actual plants. It is their Grandma Willa's recipe that used real organic ingredients to create a deliciously smooth oat milk that they wanted to bring to the world. As they started their entrepreneurial journey, they kept learning more and more about the way plant-based milks are normally made. Heavy processing, loads of food waste, and lots of funny business including ingredients like rapeseed oil and canola oil that they didn't want to be drinking or feeding their kids every day. And it's not just a healthier, more sustainable oat milk. It's super tasty. That's why Willis has been highlighted in Bone Appetit not just once, but three times. Find Willis oat milk at williskitchen.com. That's W-I-L-L-A-S-K-I-T-C-H-E-N. And use the promo code MAGIC to get 20% off and support this show. That promo code again is MAGIC to get 20% off. What do you believe in? Like souls, old souls. And I used to think like, oh, the 3D mentality are the new souls that are, you know, haven't had many lives. And now the old souls are the ones that are moving up this ascension. But now I've learned so much lately from all these people and the things that I've read about such a fascinating way to look at our souls and their journey and why we're here and meeting other people and who you are attracting. You know, I look at that too. What's your take on all that? Are you referring to
1: that you discovered? I do believe that we as souls, that we are infinite and that we reincarnate in different lifetimes because I choose to believe that that story around it because to me it makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense it doesn't make any sense to me that we would be born into this physical life into this physical body and then die and that was it that just doesn't make any sense to me that life is too beautiful too complex too wondrous and too magical I think there is much more to it and it makes sense to me that we keep coming back and that we keep learning and every time we come back we carry in our souls a lot of the things that we learned in the last lifetime so it just feels to me that that the younger generation now that a lot of them are coming in maybe there's more old souls it also feels that they're coming in with a different awareness with a different consciousness right mm-hmm. they they seem to already be programmed or wired in a way that they are, they see the complexity. A lot of them already have that, that in innate access to the subtle layers. They already make connections that maybe you and I were never taught or were never confronted with when we were young. So I think it's a combination between that the times are changing. Mm-hmm. I think the energy on Earth is changing. And maybe this time also is bringing in more old souls because it's, it's pressing right now on earth, right? There is this real pressing feeling of like, we got to evolve and we got to do it quickly and, we, and and it's needed because there's a lot of pushing on both sides. It's very polarized.
0: Right. In my belief, I feel like, like the generations before us, the grandparents and the great grandparents, their vibration was, at a whole different level. And now every generation, it just, you know, so when we now that we have these children that are teenagers, you know, I, I see these other kids that they are around and it is a different, they are in a higher vibration. Right. They were born at a higher level. Yeah. So do you believe
1: that they are old souls and maybe
0: our grandparents weren't? Or how do you see that? So I feel like yeah, we were all souls. We all came here to right. complete you know, we all chose to be here. I feel like younger souls are haven't really had as many times here as the older souls. Yes. And they're the dimensions that they, they can get to the dimensions that you're talking about, the multi-dimensions, I think faster than because they've already done these earth life many times. Or do you think we're, because you talk a lot about like, you feel like you're from a different, from Lumeria, right? Right. That's where your heart right. resonates. Right. Well,
1: I don't know if it's Lumeria, but every time I hear about Lumeria, I always get this this feeling, this longing, this homesick kind of feeling. I don't feel that I originate from Earth. I've never really felt very connected to Earth. I love nature, but it's never felt like that my roots are here. It always felt that my roots are actually up there. Like it's Hmm. almost like upside down world for me. When I feel like I want to go home, I go into the stars. And I might do it while sitting against a tree. I can certainly appreciate earth and nature and mother earth, but with some people you can just feel like I I have this friend and she is just definitely from earth. You can just feel like she's this tree, right? She has roots into the earth and I don't, I don't even know how to explain that you can just tell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm more from, from the stars or from somewhere else.
0: Have you done past life regressions? Yeah, I have, I have
1: several times, and it always came up that I'm from very, I'm from a whole bunch of different places, and I, I've had many, many, many lifetimes, and so that, that it was never one, really one place that came up specifically. But I do feel an incredible connection, and especially lately with Lumeria and with Pleiades, Pleiadians, mm. they're coming through a lot, and the way I see them often is like they're kind of translucent and um, bluish. And it feels like they're just around. Like when I meditate and I also ask you know, to, for guidance or I ask to give me a feeling of safety, often I, it's almost like I can see it in my inner vision. I feel mm-hmm. their presence. And if I would have to draw them, they would definitely be translucent, bluish. They would be like tall and a little uh, slender often. And they feel familiar. I feel unafraid. I feel like I want to be with them. I feel like I belong with them.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, You know, I have my dear friend I've had on the podcast twice is Dominic Zenden. He reads the auras. That would be a fun episode for you to listen to. But he's this man that can, you know, he's had this gift of seeing auras. And so when he's in a crowd, he can see somebody that doesn't have an aura and oh, wow. it's a you know it's a shape or it's with someone that's like so he can see if they're like not really here right not, not really in their
1: physical body here yes, yes. interesting yeah so does uh, that mean that the aura is only visible when you're in your physical body
0: I guess so right I guess You'd have to ask, I need to ask him that, but I would assume, yeah. but yeah, he said, I've been somewhere where I look over at the train and there's no aura around him. Right. Yeah. And knows that he's not. Do you see colors or auras or? He's tr- teaching me. I've been trying, like I sit there and look at you. I know it's harder on zoom, but when I have podcast guests and I look, try to look, even when I'm doing my Pilates class, cause there's a white wall against the machines. Right. I really have been trying to Focus and I can see the energy. I just it's harder. I like sometimes I'll say, "Oh, I think I see a little green on her shoulder." Or Mm -hmm. you'd want to say like you're not like making it up, but I see the energy. But it's a trained thing. Like he wants to have a class and teach people how to see the auras. He wants because I feel like we're coming into that place where it's going to be telepathy. We're not going to you know speak and it's a whole different. We all are going to have these abilities
1: right yeah see people ask me because I'm an artist right and I because I do work with so many colors and I make I make personal soul portraits for people which is based on their energy people right. assume that I see colors and I don't it's not like at least it's not the same way as seeing it with your physical eyes you know for me often it's a knowing I just know that somebody what they're about or what's going on mm-hmm. and the visual, comes once i start working with it so it's like if i would make your soul portrait i make sure that i have a really good feeling it's like tuning into your vibration you know so you can right. see me as the radio receiver and i'm going to tune to your your channel
0: to mm-hmm.
1: your frequency and once i have that then i can start being tuned into that frequency and i'll start making something that looks like that and i start working with the colors and I know when I do it, like when I make it pink and I tune back into your frequency, I'll know whether it's a match or not, but it's not that I see the pink before the pink comes.
0: Got it. It's like a download. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I do. Sometimes when I see somebody, if I really want to, I can go like, okay, I do see, or I associate you with certain colors, but even then I still don't really know what it looks like until it really comes through.
0: Huh. But you do that on the computer, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were a graphic designer. Okay. On your website, this just reminded me because I I did the quiz. Oh, did you? What were you? A warrior magician. Ooh, nice. Yes. What does that
1: mean? Um the way I saw it, I, I just wanted to make something fun, something for free that people can do. And I figured, you know, like just like with anything else, I think if we talk about our magical powers, and even if we look at the books and the movies about great magicians that we've all seen, there is a difference between them, you know? So you have the, the Dumbledores and the Gandals, the, the, the Grey and you know, like the wise magician, which was another category. And then you have the warrior magician, like like Luke Skywalker and Hermione Granger and Harry Potter, who is stands so fierce for justice. And there is definitely a different flavor to those, right? And then I right. also have a category that I call the Woo Wizard, the Woo Magician, which is the more subtle magician, like like Tinkerbell. You know so, like the magic just that just comes and it's just like it comes in sparkles and it's subtle, and that's different than the warrior magician is the one that maybe shows up and is really, really ready to go with you know with, with spells or with their magic or however. So, I thought like that's kind of fun to think about, and it's fun to think about because we kind of talk about magic as if there is one big thing, right? You have magic or not, but within magic, we all
0: do that differently right when I look at the warrior magician I, I you know when I'm answering those questions getting so like intuition and looking at the square the triangle the circle I first go the square and then you know you start to question oh maybe right. the circle oh, maybe this yes. I'm like no the square
1: <laughs> and it changes right? I mean, I made a video also that when you go to the result page, you can watch that video. And one of the things that I noticed, what I tell people there too, is like, if you would do that quiz tomorrow, you might get a different result because yeah. just like anything else, you know, you don't want to eat peanut butter jelly sandwiches every day, although you like them, but maybe tomorrow you want um, a boiled egg instead for breakfast, right? Right. So just like, now you chose the square, maybe tomorrow you're going to be in a different mood and you're going to be a triangle. Today, definitely a triangle. And so maybe tomorrow you would not be the warrior magician. Maybe tomorrow you're going to be more aligned in frequency with the wise magician.
0: Right. Or you know, with who magician. The Woo, W-O-O? I call it, yeah, I call it the Woo Magician. (laughs) Um, But you know, I so I've never seen Harry Potter. I'm not even drawn to Star Wars. Like I do not have, but when I know people that are, I look at you and I think you probably lived in a time like that for sure, right? Uh, Like I don't even, I can't relate. We've gone on the rides at Disney World, you know, and I'm like, this doesn't even resonate with me. In the Star Wars, nothing but like that's that so doesn't funny. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny.
1: I resonate, especially with Merlin. I to me Merlin stands for magic and it brings me to that time of like Avalon, you know, the time of King Arthur and the Round Table and Knights and the time where the old religion, where it was more based on paganism, right? Where we were still worshipping like the cycles and the earth and crystals and all the things that later on oftentimes was banned um, by religion based on fear but it just brings me to that time and I know I've been there I I just know I can tell you know that just makes my heart sing and I can feel myself in those times of mists and castles and priestesses and uh, yeah all of that.
0: As many of you know who follow me on social media or know me personally, you know I am a dog lover and have had two golden retrievers most of my adult life. Today I have two golden retrievers, a seven-year-old Harley and Hercules who is two. We all know how short our doggies lives are and losing one feels like almost losing a child. Well, that's if you treat them like they are your kids, which I do, and why I try to feed my dogs the healthiest food on the planet to assure them a long life as possible with no regrets on my end because I feed them the best quality of food, which is why I feed my dogs Sundays for dogs. Every dog deserves tasty, healthy, real food, not kibble. Sundays is real food for dogs formulated by a vet with only the highest quality fresh meat, veggies, fruit and superfoods, then air dried to perfection. Made in the USA at a USDA human food facility. Some of the benefits are more energy, which is so evident in Harley who is almost eight. And after eating Sundays for dogs, he can't wait for our five mile run every morning and he doesn't even hold me back. Their coat is softer. I don't have to worry about their weight and they are so excited to eat. And that is an understatement. So if you wanna see your dogs live a long and healthy life and love their food, And know in your heart, it's real, raw, whole food ingredients. Then click on the link in the show notes and receive 35% off with your first order when you use the promo code MAGIC. Or go to sundaysfordogs.com forward slash magic and get your offer there. I know all of my dog lovers will jump on this offer, so don't you wait. If people listening to this understand when they have a passion for something or love a certain time era or love the Harry Potter series or, you know, are so drawn into that, there's a reason. Like there's a, you know, I think so. Yeah. And to look at that and know, like just raising kids, right? We talk about things that are interesting to them. Like, what are your passions? Like, what do you love? And I, it's so fun to hear them talk about things they love. Cause I go, I wonder like, where is that going to lead her? Or is she going to really like even the rowing thing, right? Like she didn't know to do crew Paige didn't. And I was telling right. you before we recorded that, you know, she's down doing crew and loves it. Never would have done it unless COVID came, but it's in her blood. Like there's something about getting on that boat and rowing right. that just hits her soul. So it's so fascinating to me when people find that, like, obsession for something right <laughs> you and know. while you were talking and you're describing that the
1: first thing that i'm seeing is like viking ships and i'm like wow i haven't met your daughter but that would be interesting to tune into her and to feel because she might have had a lifetime as a viking you know and viking yeah. of course, were a, a lot on the water and a lot and they also have that warrior because your daughter seems like a go-getter and she seems like somebody that is like going for what she wants and that. That (laughs) meant exactly so that she could have that Viking mentality of like standing for what she believes and then that affection for the water and rowing and boats. And
0: so it's oh that's good. Yeah. See, isn't that fun? Yeah, like learning the learning the past lives and having some past life regressions and seeing mine and living every day now, looking at it, going, no wonder I I've always been a teacher in all my life. And I love helping children and I love it. Like I've always wanted to be a mom, you know, I didn't know, like in the past, of like I've been all this, but a spiritual teacher right. and always teaching these magical tools that we talk about to kids in so many lives, like almost every single one I ever saw. I was even in Atlantis one time and I just, I, it was just so, you know, I think when you look at things that, that resonates so to your, to your core, just like we were talking about and how you, you know, find these just to take that as that's a listen, <laughs> you yeah. know, and don't yeah. go down that other road that it feels like it's safe or, Oh, I guess everyone else does that. I'll go do that. No, I, I, that's what I love about helping kids. It's like, I see it in them. I'm like, I pull it out. Like, you know, follow your passion, right? It's,
1: it's something that I tell my clients to like your passion and your joy and, and what you really what you really like is is one of your most powerful navigational tools in knowing what direction to go and it's really as simple as like if you like it and it feels good do more of it or create circumstances that allow you to do more of it if it doesn't feel good then don't do it right, right. it's like it's really that simple i believe that that's how we're built That's how we know what what fits us and what doesn't fit us, right? If it feels good, do it. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it.
0: Right, exactly. But when you talk about time, because I know we talked a little bit about that in our first episode, where are you at now with time? Because there's no time. No. (laughs) So Um, all of our past lives that we're just talking about are happening now. Yep. Okay. All of our future lives are happening now. Yep. Can you wrap your head around that?
1: (laughs) I'm a nerd, so I love to dig in. I love technology. I love reading. I love learning. Like my mind is very hungry and I need to satisfy my mind with things that make sense. Like if my mind accepts a certain theory then it goes like, okay, okay, I, I get that. And then it will relax. It will relax and it will let me, the rest of me do and follow my intuition and have me go into the magical round And because I go like, okay, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Remember, this is what's happening. So just like we were saying, like I think in theory we understand what's happening. We we are more capable now of, of directing our consciousness on the on the multidimensional layers instead of just the three-dimensional layers. Mm-hmm. And that makes our sense of time kind of go out the door because in multidimensionality, like you say, there there is no time, right? So everything happens at the same time. So that's why our experience of time is also so crazy because we pick up so much more of the in-betweens so everything is much fuller so days are flying by because we're so busy and there's so many little details that we're picking up on now and technology also makes it more possible for us to do much more and to tap into much more than we used to so everything is speeding up so can I wrap my head around it a little bit I make it a point of really spending time in perceptual mode, in meditation. I meditate a lot. I spend time outside. I turn off my phone. I make sure that I stay very anchored and very grounded in, in that magical place and in knowing my bigger purpose in, in constantly telling myself and reminding myself like, this is why I came, right? Like you, I came to, to share, to teach, to build bridges, to shine light on things that are unknown and mysterious and to translate that in languages that are simple if it's in words, like my mm-hmm. book, and universal, like if it's my images, like you don't need to speak the same language to get a certain feeling or meaning from the picture behind me.
0: Right.
1: So, and I feel like that's what I'm doing here. And then if I stay focused on that, I stay centered. So a good analogy of that is like, remember when you were little on the playground, there was this thing It was like a big circular thing that you could stand on and it would spin really hard. Yes, and I'd get so sick. (laughs) You'd get really sick. And when you go more to the center, you could hold on to whatever that was to to hold on to. Uh And when you stay in the center, you don't spin as fast as that you do when you're more to the outside, right? Right. It's a great analogy to what's happening in the world. The more we stay in our center the less dizzy we're going to get from everything else that's happening around us because we're not spinning as fast. If we allow ourselves to fall out of our center by, for instance, getting overly focused on the three-dimensional world around us and not checking in inward enough, then we get really dizzy because we're on the outside and we're going really, really fast. And that makes us sick and it makes us dizzy and it makes us
0: scared because we feel disconnected then. Right. What? Tell me the, the last time you were triggered, what triggers you? Like what's something that you really get yourself? My son can really
1: trigger me. I think that's <laughs> why he's in my life for more than one reason also. I mean... Um, but yes, you know, he is, he's almost 20 and he sometimes the way he approaches thing triggers the heck out of me. And it is a really, really good lesson for me to also see it from his perspective and to go into the perspective of, of a younger soul, like a younger person, maybe with an old soul, but with a different perspective. So he, he is one of my greatest teachers. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, it's amazing. And it teaches me also like, the pain points that he is pushing that actually have nothing to do with him. Cause sometimes he triggers me for something that he says. And when I trace it back, it's just, it's something that just triggered the, the little girl in me. Right. And I mm-hmm. felt like, Oh man, you know, and i it had nothing to do
0: with him. so. Right. Yeah. Nothing. It's always about you. Right. Right. (laughs) That's the part that I It's so invigorating for me to go or liberating when the girls trigger me or I look back at when they're little and they would be doing something and I would say, stop, you know, in the car. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I would never do that now. Like I could never, they couldn't ruffle me because I know that it's in me and what they're doing. It's so such an interesting being a parent with you know people would say well you know those are your kids you have to have the you know the control and I'm like because everything that you think you have to control (laughs) right
1: I don't get nearly as much triggered anymore but it still happens and and but the difference now is that I catch it right away it's very seldom that it goes that it goes by without me catching it so I catch it right away and I go like ah." Like a really nice example is like, I remember when my son was really, really little, my my mom would come and visit and my mom only has daughters. I have a, I have a sister and my mom would sit with him and my son, his name is Kai, he would sit and um, he was little, he was probably like two or something and they were building something with blocks, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom was really involved in it and we were building something and she was really proud of it. And then Kai would take a look at it and then he would go like, bang. And he would, he would throw the whole thing over. And my mom would get so mad. She would oh, go like, funny. she's like, and then she turned around to me and she would say, she would say something like, I don't understand him. She's like, I, I only had daughters and girls don't really do that. She's like, this is a boy and he keeps destroying stuff. Like, why does he do oh, that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's fun. I love that. I want to, cause I know you have two decks Two Oracle decks that you've created. I do, and I know you do readings, and I thought that would be a fun way to close out the episode. Yes. So, maybe what's next for me? Or, yeah, absolutely, let's do it. Tell me what deck, left or right? Uh, the one on your right hand.
1: This one.
0: Yes. This one.
1: This one. That one. I never know with Zoom whether it turns it around or not. Or yeah, I know. I. It's, uh, okay. So what is next? Ooh, dynamic.
0: Dynamic. That's pretty, gosh, beautiful.
1: It's actually the sole portrait of my son. It's really funny. I wonder if that's still the residue of the topic that we just talked about before. But also the card dynamic, what it says to me is that you're heading into a period where you're learning how to, uh, master and be really graceful with the dynamics of everything that's going on. And you were, you and I already talked about it a little bit before we came into this interview about all the different aspects as a mother, right? You're driving around, you're picking up, you're dropping off. You're also a working mom. You are on a mission. You have your own soul purpose and your own soul mission of teaching your spiritual practices. You are also educating yourself. And I feel like it's, um, I see that actually expanding more and more for you and it's almost like taking on more and more. So instead of having 10 eggs in the in the air that you're juggling already, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna get more graceful and graceful and be able to do it with like 12 eggs and then with 14 eggs and then maybe at some point with 16 eggs with with lots of ease and grace. I see a lot of ease and grace for you. I feel like it's very it's a very smooth, smooth ride. Hmm. and really becoming aware of the dynamic of all the different aspects in in reality also the subtle parts the 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 three-dimensional part the the grounded parts the you know the form-based part and the energetic frequency parts
0: do you see when so what came up for me was it's because I love doing what I do I could add 10 more eggs because I love it so much And I always think, you know, you never have enough time in the day when you're doing something you love. And then the days are so long when you're like, when the girls go to school and they're talking about their classes, oh, that takes forever. You know, like that's the longest hour of my life. But I feel when you, with me, I get so excited. And I feel like when you find that passion, like we've been talking about, and you just like you do. balance. Balance. Ah,
1: see? Right. While you were talking, I'm drawing. I love to draw while people are talking because then I can really focus on their frequency. So, and it's, it's almost the same, right? It's, it's, it it talks about the same thing. They almost look pretty similar. They're from different decks actually. And I feel like you're, to me, you're, you're going to figure this out. You're going to have no problem making balance all this out. I feel like you're very capable of, of holding a lot and adding more. And, and, and a lot of it is based on, uh, on your passions. Like what you say, you know, what we're passionate about becomes really
0: easy. Right. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. That was fun. I love doing that. And I wow. want you to come to my master class, have a master class. I will. Yes. We'll plan I that for to. maybe next month. But um what else do you want to talk about? We have like five or so more minutes. What's what sounds fun? What okay. would you like to end
1: um up? well, let's do this. If you had the option of making a magical potion that you could give to everybody, what would you make and what would it do?
0: Oh, wow. Well, it has to smell good. <laughs> I'm about she smell. Huh? Yeah,
1: but what would uh, what would it do for everybody? Like,
0: what oh, would what would it done? do? Oh, yeah. oh gosh, what would the matter? Oh, I love that. It would, of course, it would smell good and it would taste great. And maybe you make okay. it into chocolate. But I thought you were asking me like what the ingredients would be. Well, no, what would it do? Like, what would you give everybody? What would it do? It would give everybody the knowing that everything is is perfect, and you live with a place of knowing that everything in your life whether you think it's good or bad, wrong or right, it's all perfect. And to have the knowing and just, it would, I would want them to be in that vibration of like allowing. I want them, you know, I'd want them to be in that place where you feel after you do a meditation or you feel like after you do a good exercise place, but you have that level that that's when you see the magic. I feel like, you know, when you've, you've done all your things that lift you up, and you've raised your vibration and you realize that this life is a gift and whatever comes to you, whoever you meet are gifts, whoever that thing went wrong, like it's a gift. What are you going to learn? All of it's a gift. Everything right. here is a, everything's so beautiful. And if you can come, it would come from love there would be one of the ingredients and it would be, it's all love. That's what we're here for is to love. Right. What about all those
1: people that are going through really hard times? What would you tell them? Then um, that's often so difficult, right? For I get that question a lot uh, when people ask, you know, for for readings as well. Like, you know, my life is so difficult. Like, when is it going to get better?
0: Right. Oh, um, I have that too, and I get it over and over, and I think, okay, well, what are the thoughts that are looping in your head? Let's right. be. Let's change those. Even if you don't believe it right away, let's just change them. And I always say, like, fake it till you make it. Or if you could just start changing your beliefs. And, you know, we go through the limiting belief forms and proving them wrong. But when someone comes and says, Yeah, well, I do my gratitude, I do my affirmations, and just, oh, I can get happy. But then all of a sudden, I start remembering my life sucks. (laughs) How do I not do that? And I'm, Said, well, you gotta figure out how to get into alignment, stay that way. You know right. how to do it in the morning. How do you continue that? You just continue right. it. Think I would get, yeah. turn on the music, Tur- do something yeah. like makes you happy. Just get happy. Right. Yeah. Like steer
1: you away, steer yourself away right away from as soon as you start thinking about how much your life sucks, go right away back to your gratitude. Look yeah. around, you know, find that bird, find that butterfly. Because I think it's so good to remember also that happiness is something for me. It's the moments, right? It's like the little moments that give us the joy and the happiness. And then creating a lot of those moments makes like a more continuous feeling of happiness. But there is never such a thing as a status quo of continuous, constant happiness. Because life is, is all about ebb and flow and cycles. And it's part also of us how we know the Dalai Lama said something like that. He said that the height of our joy is directly related to the depth of our hardship.
0: Yes. That was that um, book that you were reading. Right. When we were having right. our last episode. Yes.
1: Yes and it is just really good to remember like you know sometimes because of the contrast we also recognize when it's really good because we right. find it really bad as well and otherwise we wouldn't even recognize it yeah. or
0: appreciate it exactly yeah we came for the contrast we didn't come right. here to live in pure bliss and we wanted the contrast that's like right. we were hungry for that or we wouldn't have come in this to this place <laughs> yes you know right what book are you reading right now
1: oh i just started back into the the untethered soul Ah, yes, I love that book. Remember, that's pretty old as well. And it's just, it's just great reminders. And for people that don't know what it's about, it's, uh, you know, it's about what is that little voice that we all have in our head that is always going like, "Eh, you shouldn't be doing that or you should. And it's just addresses like who we really are. how to That's what we're
0: that. talking about, you know, exactly. that is, right? Yes. it comes to exactly yes. what we were just talking about. I was, right. had an interview a couple of weeks ago and I had asked the question, if you could put one book in the school system, you know, since I'm, right. I think your book should be in the school system, what right. book would you pick? The woman that I was interviewing picked Untethered Soul. So that was right. cool that you said that, but what would you think is important to bring into the school system?
1: I agree with you, I think
0: Modern Maryland would be
1: a great book, not just because I wrote it but because I wrote it for that reason also to give a really a good foundation of understanding how things are the way they are, and then an application of how to work with it in your everyday life to create a life that you can be excited about so that for sure. The Untethered Soul, I think, is a really good one. And The Book of Joy, of course. I think, you know, the, those great spiritual teachers like the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu, um, especially because the simplicity of the way they, they present the concepts. And if you look at their lives, they have both been you know, going through apartheid and the Dalai Lama who has been exiled, you know, for whatever, 50 something years now out of his country and out of his, you know, from his family and everything. It's just such a great lesson, such a good reflection and such beautiful, graceful people. There's just such, such wisdom there.
0: Yeah. What about you? What about me? What? Oh, what books would you put in the school system? Oh, A Course in Miracles. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's pretty powerful. But I really believe that, you know, I've been in that book for, gosh, 25 years. Right. And um, it just, there's something about the lessons are so, what kind of everything that we talk about. And I think with my, yeah, I mean, it's really just. A beautiful way to remember that, like you know, I think of Marianne Williamson and Return to Love. Have you read yeah. that book? You know, uh, book. I don't
1: think I read that book, but I was just I was just reading some stuff from her this morning. Yeah, I love yeah. her work.
0: Yeah, I do too. And you know, I look at every Wayne Dyer book I've read. I love Wayne Dyer. All those books are so the power of intention. Are those are you know? I just I feel like I know the world we're coming to with these where the children are, are walking into. And I'm so close to that. Cause I am in it right now right. in the thick of it. Right. I can see it and I can hear it after school. And I think, gosh, if we had these, these lessons, the bullying, the, the mean behavior toward each other, the hate, they would understand that, gosh, all it is, is, can you just be loving, <laughs> you know, like, it just would change the dynamic of these kids if they had this, the knowing of this. And I. that's why I guess, I mean, maybe other people won't think that, but I, I'm so passionate about having these kids understand. I mean, just even girls with the loop in their head, like the untethered soul. What is that? Who is that voice? Like that doesn't have to be it.
1: I agree. It's so sad that our educational system is in, in that aspect. They're They're so behind. It's so time to revisit that and to introduce a lot of different teachers and different teachings also not just teachers but teachings and into the system and because what a difference would that make right if we would understand like like self-awareness i mean self-reflection and understanding the role that plays in what plays out in our in our lives and yeah yeah we'll get there. I'm, you know, as long as people like you and me uh, keep connecting and keep doing what we're doing. And there is, there is millions and millions like us. I, I have a lot of hope for this world. I think there's a lot of beautiful people with beautiful consciousness and amazing attentions, intentions, um, doing the work out there.
0: Yes. Oh, for sure. Love it. Love meeting you. Love knowing that you're my neighbor. Yes, <laughs> that's so fun. We'll definitely connect. And uh loved having you on for a second time. Thank yeah, you for, thank
1: you so much for inviting me.
0: Oh, you're welcome. I loved it, and I know people will love our little message today. But you know, it's powerful when when you're on the same. You know, when you understand the power of what we know, the power of our thoughts, the power of our words, the power of our of who we are. Really, like we have everything inside of us that we need.
1: We don't need anything.
0: And when we really know the power that we have and that we share that with this, these, you know, beautiful people that are listening, that I hope that even if one person gets it. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. That's where I'm at. But we can, one person can shift a a universe. (laughs) Yes.
1: And the piece behind me is, uh, is called Joy. It is my interpretation of what I what I envision the vibration of joy to be like you know all the different colors, all the like joyful, bright. So just looking at that and tapping into that really high vibration of joy and allowing that to generate from within.
0: Yes, I love it. So lawn Dash art right is yes. your website? Yes. And yes. anything else? All your Instagram is the same.
1: Um, it's on my website. My Instagram is underscore artcom And my website is lon-art.com. So very similar, but you can find everything from my website. And for people that are curious on my website, one of the first buttons that you come across is the magic quiz. So if you want to find out what kind of magician you are or what your magical superpower is, it's free. So it just takes a couple of minutes
0: and it's just fun to do. Yeah, it is fun. I love it. I love doing things like that because it's showing you your intuition, you know, like when you don't question it. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, Yeah. it's fun. Thank you. Thank you. Loved it. You're so welcome. You're my new friend that lives next door, (laughs) down the street. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today.